Last time on Free Action Crime. When the party arrived at Freilion, they stepped into a bar called the Salty Dog, met with a very large dog and an extremely friendly bartender. They learned that Pinecone should probably put some pants on because the bartender's seen enough weird shit in his life. After arriving at the tailor, the Swift tailor for that matter, Pinecone finally got himself a pair of pants. It's been almost 10 episodes. Why did I not do this before? After that, Vevi decided she was going to take a little side quest of her own to see if she can get something nice for Vargan. When that fell apart, they proceeded into the Lower Docks District, where Vargan found out that his ring has anxiety as Pinecone and Vevi investigated a very large and mysterious ship. That's where we left off. Welcome back to Free Action Cry. Last time you guys uh, recorded, or played, or however the hell you want to say it, uh, both Pinecone and Vevi, and I'm pretty sure Vargan caught up with you at this point. Um, oh yeah, no, Vargan did catch up with you guys. Um, but yeah, Hallison is leading you into the warehouse district. And after about like two, three minutes of just walking, you are coming up into the warehouse district, and you do notice that there is one of the larger warehouses has a very high guard patrol presence. I should also mention, I think at this point, it's beginning to become dusk, if I remember correctly. No, no, it was later than that. It's probably like midnight at this point. Oh, wow. So, you have a large warehouse district. You have a large warehouse building that the guards are patrolling around. Uh, there appear to be lots of torchlight coming out of that one in particular. And Hallison is leading you Straight toward it. Does anybody want to say anything? Anybody want to do anything? What are we thinking? Uh, no, I'm I'm just like following. He's kind of just like staring at like the big city, uh, because I I think this would be like one of the bigger cities he's ever been in. I would say that yeah, Freilion itself. I mean, the buildings aren't necessarily tall, but the city itself is vast in size. Um, because it is a port city. Like my dick. We're not getting on 30 minutes of fucking talking about dicks again, all right, guys? Yeah, are we really going to talk about Pinecone's hog again? I thought he was a, I thought he was a goat. No, he's a hog. Oh, <laughs> okay, no, I'm putting a stop to this. <laughs> Pinecone, take 1d4 of psychic damage. Oh. No. no, I'm kidding. But no, uh, having a lot of access to, like, fish and a steady food source would make for such a large city, which is why Freilion is one of the largest cities, aside from Grelkin. Grokin is the capital city, so they have a larger city and population there as well. But yes, so you all arrive to the hustle and bustle of the warehouse. You notice that there are some guards talking to another guard who kind of looks almost like, you know, angry, sad. Like, he's, he's just full of emotion, and they're just kind of like you know, asking him dozens and do dozens and dozens of questions. And Hallison just, like, looks at you guys and goes, well... This is your stop. See if you can't figure anything out. Because we're fucking stumped. You're not a stump. You're a person. See? 
you think outside the box. I like that. Go, go figure this out. See if these guys are fucking idiots. I'm too busy to deal with this shit. That's why you're here and the others are doing the other thing. So you could probably find me in the salty dog after you guys are done here and we'll figure it out from there. He's already like going to walk in the building. Yep. Well, Right, right, right then and there, Hallison just fucks right off. So you guys are left to your own devices. And Vevi, you said you're walking into the building? Yeah. Okay. As soon as you walk toward the door, there are two guards that are in front of the main door. Instantly, pull arms crossed right in front of you. One like, looks, well, let's face it, up at you and just goes, state your business. Uh, we're here to investigate for you, cucks. So if you could just please um, let us in. They just kind of like give each other a side glance and shrug to each other. And then slowly the pole arms come back and you are just free to walk right in if you'd like. Are the other two of you staying out? Wait, wait, wait. So when they do that, she's going to look at them and be like, see, here's the problem. I could be a criminal. And all I had to say, all I had to do was call them cucks. And now we have free access to this building. I think I just solved the mystery. <laughs> Wait, did you seriously just say that out loud? Or are you saying yeah. that to me? That you, okay, you're saying that no, out loud. I'm saying that to Vargan and Pinecone. It does seem very odd that they didn't ask for any, like, identification or anything. Man, you guys are pretty fucking terrible at this, you know it? I, I mean, we, we saw you walk up with the wizard lady. It's that just... could have been an illusion. This is a place of magic. Vevi kind of, like, wiggles her fingers <laughs> when he says magic. Oh, no! They're casting a spell! <laughs> Wait, I have I have a question. I have an answer. What is a cuck? <laughs> <laughs> you see, Pinecone, when It's a, a chicken, man... okay? It's a chicken. <laughs> what the cuck? What the cuck? <laughs> no, no, Vevi, please explain it to him. I want to see how you do this. Hold on. <laughs> I am actually curious. I want to see this. <laughs> I cannot wait for this. This should be good. Okay. So, when a man and a woman love each other very much, but the man also likes to watch the women get railed by a BBC, he is what, what? is called a cook. What is, what is BBC? Okay, we're earning an explicit so, today. So that would be that would be a big blown out and then somebody cuts me off as like an NPC walks up. There you go, derps. I'm letting you change it now. <laughs> oh, fuck me sideways and call me Sally. Alright. <laughs> no, but okay, so like as you're doing that, one of the uh, older guards just just not ready to deal with this shit today. What do these guards look like? Um, one of them is actually a dwarf. Pass. Another is a human, but quite tall for a human. Pass. Very, very tall, very beefy. Okay. Wait, pass on what? Oh. <laughs> pass as in the opposite of smash. I woke up on the wrong side of stupid this morning. I find myself curious how the rest of this is going to go. But anyway, so they are allowing you through. Are you going to just walk in? Yes. Okay. So you walk in, and most everyone has seen 
a television before and by extension have also seen what a crime scene on a television looks like. You have like, you know, various scenes of interest that have been cordoned off by some sort of tape, little numbers on the floor and wherever everything interesting would be. And here is what you see. Uh, you see that there is uh, a number one near, as you're walking in, you see on the door, there is a number one. Uh, on the floor of the dirt warehouse floor. Somebody pissed on the door. Uh, son of a bitch. Um, on the dirt floor, there is a number two near what looks yeah. like a footprint of some sort. Uh, by one of the very high up open windows, there is a three uh, with an arrow pointing both up and down. So there you go. What would you like to check out first? You also have the guard that was being questioned. So you would probably assume that he was the guard that was here when the shit went down. Presumably the night before, or, or actually at this point, two nights before. So this investigation has been ongoing for two days and nobody's thought of anything. What would you guys like to investigate? I'm going to let the smart people go ahead on this one. So there's the door, there's something on the floor, there's something by an open window, and there is the guard. I'm going to go to the door, and I'm going to look at that. All right. Um, while you're looking at the door, I can tell you right now that it, it appears as if the lock had, like, in one of those, what are they called, like a hinge lock? Basically like a master lock, whatever those are called. Mm -hmm. It looks like it had been opened. Okay, nobody has touched it since, but it you would need to do a little bit of uh, further investigation on that. All right. That would require a roll of some sort, and I'll let you argue whichever you would prefer. Well, I'm going to start with perception, because it's my best skill. Unless I can persuade this inanimate object to give me its secrets. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's see what we got. What's stopping you? Uh, that would be a 12. It definitely was picked open. You could tell that it was picked open by somebody who knows what they're doing. They probably got in this thing in maybe 20 seconds or less. Damn, okay. So it looks like uh, whoever did this uh, is pretty good at the picking of locks. Um, yeah. Something tells me this lock was very easy to pick for them. I should also mention, since uh, we are down two of the people that I had planned for being involved in this, I've made these DCs a bit easier for you guys. Because <laughs> we're dumb. Yeah, but, but to get, like, you know, actual useless information. I mean, not to say that figuring out that somebody is actually very good at picking a lock is not useful information. It is. It's just, it's not extremely useful. So, does anybody else want to check out the lock? Does anybody want to check anything else out? What do you got? I want to go check out the window. You want to check out the window? Yeah. All right. I will say that this window is roughly 20 feet high. It also looks... At, so, like, it's one of those windows that kind of hinge from the, the top so that it swings from the bottom. Like, the bottom of it opens up. All right. So, I can roughly, roughly stretch my arms out and touch it. It's 20 feet up. <laughs> We're starting at eight feet above the ground. Um, also, there are a number of crates below it. And on one of the crates below the window, there appears to be some sort of a strange, like, tannish, viscous fluid of some sort. It's like gelat like gelatinous almost. Well, 
I rolled for investigation on what happened here, and I got a nat 20 minus one for a 19. A 19? Well, you rolled a nat 20 regardless, so I'm going to give you all the information that I have on that. This residue that you found, this gelatinous substance, is decaying mushroom. However, up at the window itself, there appear to be very sharp, angular, like, claw marks. When I say angular, I mean it looks like four blades hooked into it. Is the mushroom info shared with Vargan? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and share that with him. I would like both of you to roll me a history check. Oh, a history? Okay. Well, Vargan doesn't know what kind of fucking mushrooms those are. Yeah, Vargan rolled a natural one. <laughs> I was about to say, if you want me to do a history, I was just going to, I was basically going to look at it and see if it was poisonous, but if it's a specific type of mushroom. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Vevi rolled a nat one for a total Somebody take of two. a screenshot of this, please, because everybody, everybody rolled a nat one that is a <laughs> one in 20,000 chance that this would happen, and everybody oh, rolled a fucking one. Like, so we got a two, a zero, and a one. I cannot believe that just fucking happened. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta, like, I gotta process that. <laughs> We're failures, guys. My head hurts from that now. <laughs> look, look, we're just we're just a bunch of dumb lugs trying to figure out a smart person thing, okay? I feel like this is pretty on par and on brand for us. Yeah. We're the himbo squad, if anything. That was that was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. <laughs> I think I figured it out. We're the them we're the Vembo squad and like people Dembo. just expect People just expect us to be able to do the smart stuff and like, nah, dude, not in us. Oh my god, Vembo, I love it. Hold on, this I'm is, gonna change that. I feel like I feel like we certainly um contaminate the crime scene on three nat ones. So given the fact of that we've all three got nat ones, I tell them that they're not poisonous. Okay. Whatever, whatever happens from there is up to whatever the idiots in our party decide to do. Well, obviously, I'm not going to eat it. Pussy. You do it. You eat it. It's not poisonous. I don't like mushroom. Convenient. Or at least not this kind. I mean, the kind that I prefer is, um, well, it grows underneath, like, cattle excrement. Okay, Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Those are the fun ones. Now, if, if we had some of those. What, what about goat excrement? <laughs> I mean, theoretically, I guess you could, but it's kind of... You're, you're a sentient creature, and something about that seems weird to me. Oh, that would kind of be like eating my children. How... N Wait, do, you, do goats come from shit? I mean, like, if I shit, and then mushrooms grew on it, grew from something that I created, that would be like eating my children. Do you even, do you even know what a mushroom is? No. I mean, like, I know what a mush- How do mushrooms happen? They grow like plants. Oh my god. So do people. Alright, Vevi's gonna go talk to the guard. <laughs> Thank you! Okay. What does this guard look like? Alright. This is uh, another human guard. Uh, you're talking about the guy that's been questioned, right? 
Yeah, like the sad boy. Yeah, okay, so it's another human guard. Here's where things get kind of interesting. He's being given a very stern talking to by a dwarf. No, not, not, not a dwarf. One of the other smaller races, a gnome, actually. The human itself is wearing basic guard armor. The gnome, however, is wearing uh, a very simple, like, guard-like clothing, like cloth, instead of, like, leather or metal. Uh, and mm. his belt is just riddled with various, like, what you could assume would be, like, tinker tools and stuff like that. Mm. At a glance, you would assume that maybe before he was a guard, he was probably, like, an artificer or something. Yeah. Probably somebody that would be good to befriend. Who knows? Somebody who's good at crafting shit. Always a good thing to have. But yeah, so you hear him going, so, okay, Jimmy, listen, here's the thing. You fell asleep at your post. We're docking you fucking pay for that shit. You just can't be falling asleep. And you you just hear the other guard going, well, I swear to God, I, I got plenty of sleep that night. I have no idea how it happened. It was like magic or some shit. Jimmy, listen, we told you. You got checked for that. There was no magic whatsoever. So you got to work with me here, guy. And then at that point, Vevry walks up to be able to hear this and can interject if she wants. Oh, man, I want to do something, but I'm not over there. Mm-hmm. Um, There's nothing stopping you from going there. Oh, fuck. I don't have to pe- detect magic. I have identify. Uh, are you going to try and investigate this guard? I mean, I, I'm not over there. I don't think I even heard that. Okay. All right, well, Vevi, then we will go with you. You are in front of the gnome and the human. She's going to look down at them and just kind of like look kind of intimidating for a minute. And she's just going to be like, so you were here when the stuff went missing. Well, yeah, I was kind of. I was holding my post, like, right over there, and he points toward the door. There's not really, like, a chair, just, like, a box that you would assume he would have been sat on. All right, and he goes, and, like, they said I fell asleep. I didn't fall asleep, but then they woke me up. So I guess that means I did fall asleep. Uh, yeah, okay. But, like, I swear, there was no magic. I would know. Or maybe there was magic. I, it's been a long two days, like... Come on, man. And, like, the gnome just kind of cuts him off and goes, Look, okay, look, lady, I, I don't know what's going Vevi. on with, with him. He's, well, I'm sorry, what was that? Vevi. Vevi, pleased to meet you. Seamus. Uh, this guy's fucking useless. I, we can't get anything out of him. But, I mean, best, best I heard somebody was spouting shit about the red cap, whatever the fuck that is. Mm. There's, like, a rumor going around the street that the red cap struck again. This fucking thief that everybody is touting said he's this master thief i i think he's bullshit there's no way bevy's gonna look back at the guard and she's gonna grab him by like the front of his shirt and pull his face up to hers and like stare into his eyes okay so real quick can you roll me a strength check (laughs) a strength check strength check please i think that goes without saying (laughs) bevy is strength Watch me roll a freaking another one. If another if you roll a one, one, I'm going to walk out of this room and just burn it down. It's a a, a ten total. A ten total. That that is enough. That is actually what you had to match or beat. So you grab this guy by Plus. his 
I'm just going to say, like, you grab him by his collar to the point that you can get him face to face with you. And you're actually lifting him up about a foot off the ground. So his feet are kind of like, you know, like hanging. Um, can I roll intimidation? You may. 13. You lifted him up. So I'm actually going to give you advantage on that. Now that I think about it. So you can try try and roll higher if you'd like. Eh, no. Um, I'm going to stick with the 13. A a 13 would definitely do it. I was just curious if you were going to roll (laughs) uh, anything higher than that to see if he was more intimidated. But no, he is quite terrified of you, to say the least. So he's uh, 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 stuttering and stuff. That's how I like him. Anyway, so she's going to stare at this man and be like, you wouldn't lie to us, would you? No, no, I promise. I was I was awake, and then I was asleep, I guess, I think, I don't know, and then the shit was gone. Promise. Hand of the gods. Uh, like, he's, uh, like, shaking in your grasp right now. She just, like, grins, and then she just drops him. Are you dropping him gracefully? No, absolutely okay. not. Give me a second. That's an eight. Yeah, he... He lands not on his feet, like his feet hit the ground first, then he just like topples onto his ass and just immediately just scrambles away. He is like, you know, obviously stopped by some of his comrades. Um, She's going to turn to the Seamus dude and be like, yeah, I don't think he actually knows anything. Yeah, we thought not. So, I mean, from what we can gather, he either fell asleep on the job or was put asleep by some non-magical means. We can't figure that out. Uh, the door, obviously, they got the lock undone. They got in through the window. We're guessing it's at least five or six people because everything that was stolen, we're talking at least at least a quarter ton, maybe a half ton of materials. Everything from like gold, silver, copper, electrum, just poof, gone. Uh-huh. And she's gonna just like turn around and walk back to Vargan and Pinecone. And, uh, oh, sorry. Also Iron. Iron as well. She's gonna relay that information and especially mention the red cap. But she's also gonna, gonna be like the red cap thing's kind of confusing because like there's this dog one time and I think he got kind of excited and I just always thought that God damn it. <laughs> That's what 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 red cap was, but I guess there's a person called the red cap. So no, 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 no. That is rocket. That is rocket. Oh, like a red rocket. <laughs> yes, that is that is the dog thing. Red caps are a specific type of mushroom. Is that like a restaurant though? Don't they have like really good burgers? No, that's Red Robin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Alovia has a fucking Red Robin restaurant chain now. <laughs> Wait, so he, like, fell asleep, but he doesn't remember falling asleep? I mean, I don't remember falling asleep either. It just kind of happens. That kind of sounds like magic. Uh... No, but they've they've said that they did the magic tests, and it wasn't magic. Yeah. How do y'all spell restaurant? R-E-S-T-A-R-A-N-T. <laughs> <laughs> I'm straight up adding this in. Okay. Rest or aunt. There's like a master thief situation. I guess so. The I don't know. Everyone just kind of seems kind of dense, though. So. Hey, when I was looking at that window, it looked like there were a bunch of claw marks. 
Oh, or maybe like a grappling hook. Would a grappling hook leave like claw marks? I guess. There is still the uh, thing on the dirt floor you haven't checked out, and you guys can also check out the window a little bit closer if you'd like. Yeah, let me go look at it. Okay. I got a, a five. A five. Roll 20 hates us today. Yeah. I, I did get a nat 20. The first thing I rolled was a nat 20. Okay, I will give you this, okay? This looks like it was done by a hand, but not a humanoid hand. No, sorry, a humanoid hand, but not a fleshy hand. So perhaps they were wearing some kind of glove to assist them in climbing. That's probably what you would assume. Well, I think the guy is wearing gauntlets or something. It was definitely made by metal of some sort. Wait, you said that they stole like a bunch of metal and stuff, right? Uh, yeah, why? I'd like to roll history. Okay. I want me as a player would like to identify what a Zorn is, but Pinecone, maybe? A Zorn? Me as a DM would like you to describe to me what a Zorn is. Um, Zorns are beings of the fire elemental plane. They eat, uh, they eat things like metal, gems, precious, uh, metal, and they, okay, so it's obvious, it's obviously not that, like, looking at this guy, like, this, this is not the culprit. X-O-R-N, just Google it. Okay, I'll, I'll check it out later. They had one in the Adventure Zone. When was this? Season 1, 11th hour. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've seen it. Nope, nope. An interesting thought, but no, it is not that. Worth a try. When I had it, I knew it wasn't it when I had to tell the DM what it was. Yeah. <laughs> um, now that I think about it, I have used those in long, long, long time ago. Sorry, no, I have not used them personally, but they have been in games that I've been in. I'm one of those visual people. I need to actually, like, see what it was. Guys, I I don't know. All right, well, you still have the spot on the floor that you can check out, and there's also the uh, the spot where the guard was sitting if you want to check that out at all. I checked out the floor. I got a five. You said that it was made by gauntlets. Or made no, by No, you were claws. checking out the window. Oh, no, I was checking out the floor. Oh, well, then checking out the floor is a completely different story. No, um... Actually, on the floor is a is a very... Okay, so now what are you checking out? <laughs> the floor. So now you're checking out the floor with a 14 minus 1 for a 13? Am yes. I reading that correctly? Okay. So on the floor is actually a very thin and angular... Well, you can only assume to be a footprint. Whatever made this footprint, you can tell it's definitely not... Like, it's it's bipedal, but it is definitely not a fleshy creature of any sort. Nothing could fit into this kind of a, a boot. Either that or the footprint that this boot leaves is extremely strange. It is like there's th almost like three sections to it separated. Okay. And it is very angular in its design. What is a Kenku? A Kenku would have uh, like a bird-like footprint that would be rounded and not angular like there would be no sharp angles on it and the entire footprint is connected like there are sections of this footprint that look like they're not connected but you can 
you could easily make out what is a heel, what is like the ball of a foot, and what is supposed to be like like a toe plate of some sort. Oh, someone should go check out the chair. Just out of curiosity, is anybody out of character picking up what I'm throwing down? No. Okay. Okay, good. Then this is going to be even more fun for me. You know what the thought that crossed in my head was? Mech robot. Well, actually, you know what? Considering the quiet game, what is that one thing you introduced? Oh, man. Warforged? Oh, shit. Huh. Completely just remembered those. Okay. Anyway, so, um, all right. So, uh, who was checking out the place he was sitting? I can. Okay. Uh, so where the guard was sitting is, is basically just like a simple wooden box. You would assume it, it's a crate. <laughs> if you want to roll like an investigation or a perception or anything like that to see if there's anything like out of the ordinary about it. Oh, gee, a two. Roll 20. Fuck you. Fuck you. Roll 20. Throw them a bone, please. <laughs> right. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, roll 20. Ah! Roll 20. <laughs> Roll 20, what are you doing? That's another two from Pinecoat. Pinecoat I rolled just a pine... two. <sighs> Step roll 20, what are you doing? Okay, Can I have been talk? sober for four months, roll 20. You are making this very hard to continue this. Bargain <laughs> roll investigation. Please. Dos secondes investigation. That is a 16. Thank fucking Christ. Morgan, could we not thank Christ? Could we thank literally anybody else? Thank Anubis. <laughs> I'll take it. Thank Gary Gygax. Uh, not Gary Newman? Come on. Okay, cool. Okay, alright, we'll do that one. And can we thank Jim Jones? Fuck, who is Jim Jones? Kool-Aid? Why Jones does no- See, why does nobody- This is why nobody likes Jim Jones jokes. The punchlines are too long. I'm going to assume there's a joke in there. Derps, do you still need us to explain who Jim Jones is? Derps, how old are you? For, okay, for some strange reason, I hear Jim Jones, and I'm like, isn't he the guy who ran the Heaven's Gate cult? Yes. Yes. I thought so. That's exactly who it is. That's the I joke, because he, so. dr- he made them drink poisoned Kool-Aid. That's why the punchlines are too long. Oh, I got it. Okay. Yeah. Oh well, no! I was confused because all of you guys are younger than me. I'm like, there's no fucking way. Why do you think I was confused? I was like, bro, aren't you older than me? How did you not know about this? I'm surprised you guys know about this. No cults, cults, and that kind of shit is like my jam. Hey, editor's note: Jim Jones had Jonestown, and Marshall Applewhite had Heaven's Gate. We're all stupid. The end. Anyway, so, Vargan, upon investigating the crate, you do notice something quite out of the ordinary. There appears to be a spore-like substance that is not only on the wall, but also on the crate itself. Does the spore substance appear to be uh, mycelial in origin? A.K.A. does it look like mushrooms? It is mushroom in origin, yes. Is it the same uh, non-poisonous mushroom from before? Would you like to roll a nature check for me? Yeah, I am going to roll a nature check, in fact. Hey, look at that. Eleven. Eleven is good enough. You can actually tell that it's different uh, than what you saw before. They are both, obviously, mushroom-like substances, but what you saw before was like a fleshy mushroom-like substance. This is a spore-like substance. 
So whatever they are, they probably have different uses. Yeah, so this is probably what you use to be able to actually, like, make new mushrooms with. Okay. It's just mushroom jizz. I, I don't know if that is exactly it's one for one. You know what? It doesn't matter. So I get the feeling that something mushroom-esque had to do with this. Okay. Are there mushroom people? Pinecone, you in particular, I would like you to roll me a history check at hearing mushroom people. If it's part of my history, a 10. With advantage, actually. A 17. You are struck by a memory. A memory from long ago, back before you were Pinecone the Goatman, when you were Eric the Human. Oh god, don't remind me of that name. Oh my god. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> what a fucking simple thing. Eric. <laughs> I'm assuming that D4 that you just rolled is for psychic damage? Uh, yeah, you said I was struck. Yep, okay, well, you know what, considering the fact that you're having a memory and you're not exactly the most mentally stable of individuals, I will accept that for damage to your character. Yeah, I took it. But the memory is this. Um, you are on the ground. You hear a cackling behind you. And have you ever seen Princess Mononoke? Me? No. no. Yes. Yep. Okay, well, I want you to, in particular, and all of our listeners, to imagine the tiny little tree sprites, the little white tree sprites, mm. okay, yeah. with a tiny little mushroom cap on top of it, comes out from a moss growth, approaches Pinecone in his human form, gives his cute little head tilt as Pinecone is quite literally ripped from the ground and thrown into a purple portal. What the fuck? So wait, Pinecone got picked up by this little mushroom dude and thrown into a purple no, portal? No, no, he was picked up by something that you would not have been able to, that, sorry, that he would not have been able to perceive. Oh, like a dryad. Dryad or something that was in mushroom forest. The last uh place you were before you were thrown out of Alovia. And into the Fey Wilds. Oh, that happened a lot. Um, this this was the event that threw you into the Fey Wild. So yes, Pinecone, you would remember at some point in your past you have seen somewhat of a mushroom-like being. You guys know what a dryad is? Yeah. No. Oh, so like a dryad's like a tree folk. They're like spirits that live in trees. They're they're all the they're everywhere in the Fey Wilds, right? You can't you can't go fucking ten feet without running into one. Um, I think this is like a mushroom version of that. So a mushrad, a mushrad. Let's call it a mushrad. Rad, very rad. So Pinecone, with your history check. What you know is the last time you, in your human form, were in the mushroom forest, many, 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 many years ago, near two millennia before you were thrown into the Fey Wilds, you happened upon what appeared to be a fledgling race of mushroom people. And what was it that the guard said everyone was calling this thing? This thief? The red cap. The red cap. The red cap. So there you go. I think you guys may have somewhat of a thought... Dude, the Dude. DVD logo hit a corner. I'm hyped. 
Yes. Wait, what? <laughs> so my brain is like the old DVD logo where it bounces around the screen but disappears when it finally hits a corner. And that's when I get a thought. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So there you go. You now have information that you can bring back to Hallison. So it's it's a mushrad. It's a mushroom folk. I don't know. I like mushroom folk a bit more. So I guess we should go find Helsif. Helsif? That's yep. the wrong that's the wrong podcast. Hallison. <laughs> um what is their name? Hal O Sin. How sin? Like how do you sin? Like okay. H A L O S E N. Hallo Sin. <clears throat> like I just say it quickly, it's like Hallison. Hallison. It's like Allison with an H. Kind of, yes. That's my mom's name. Yes, uh, the, ol- the old wizard that has a blindfold is named Hallison. Yes, uh, Hallison, blind bitch. So, you guys, uh, at this point, have an option. Uh, you can head back to the Salty Dog and go to bed if you'd like, or you could immediately try and find Hallison when you get to the Salty Dog, unless you guys want to explore the town. That is entirely up to you. I want to go find Hallison. Okay. I, w- I would recommend trying to find a place to sleep sometime tonight because uh, if the sun starts rising and you guys haven't slept yet, I will be giving you all a level of exhaustion. Well, if we find what's-her-face, can we still go back to sleep? Well, yeah. I mean, Hallison said that she was going to be at the Salty Dog. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're going to the place with the beds and the dog, and I gotta show my, my new pants to the innkeeper. <laughs> oh yes yeah so let's go to the salty dog alrighty alright hey guys we just got over our first cold snap of the year here in Texas and you know what that means it means everyone drives like they know what they're doing that's okay not me though welcome to the mid roll I turn it on the fireplace and I save you a cup of hot chocolate Guys, I'm really excited to welcome our newest patron, Trax, as well as Lilith and Addy, part of our $10 tier. Thank you so much. Your continued support means that this show can just keep happening. You know, it costs money, you know? I'd also like to give a huge shout out to Huey's Dice. Amazing handcrafted dice with custom figurines in them. Go on over to Huey'sDice.com. That's H-E-W-Y-S-D-I-C-E. .com. And if you use code FREEACTIONCRY at checkout, you'll save 10% on your order, which is really cool because you can pretty much get whatever type of dice you want. You know those dice with the baked beans in them? He might make you those. I'm sorry, Houston. If you end up making a bunch of baked bean dice, I'm not sorry. Anyway, we're super excited to welcome you all into the new year. This is not the first time this year that I have posted. Whatever. (laughs) But thanks so much for all y'all coming out, showing up. Thanks for all the interaction we get on the Discord, which absolutely brightens every single person's day. If you really like what you hear, consider subscribing to us on Patreon. If you kind of like what you hear, but you're not in a place where you can commit like a monetary value, that's totally cool. Maybe review us on your podcatcher of choice. Those reviews really help other people know what's what. And I'll tell them what's what. I'll tell them. Anyway, that's pretty much all that I've got for you today. 
So, thanks for listening. So you're all walking through the Salty Dog. Uh, while you are walking toward the Salty Dog, though, uh, everyone run me a perception check. Oh, boy. Perception. 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 Twelve. Fourteen. I got a four. All right, well, it's perfect that Ashley's the one that rolled high enough for this. Oh, boy. As you are walking, you notice that you're, let's face it, very badly being followed. And can she tell by who? When I when I say very badly being followed, I mean, like, they're trying to be sneaky about it, but they suck. They're over there doing their own theme music, their own spy Yeah, like music. Kronk. Like, <laughs> But, like... <laughs> Since they're doing it so badly, can she see, like, who it is? Uh, roll me an investigation, or whatever you would like to do for that. Hola. Or you or you could roll history if you'd like. Oh god, no, that's at a minus one. Whatever, yeah. Fucking send it. Send it. <laughs> I got uh, a net one. <laughs> I'm going to roll decks for this guy. Cry. I'm using my free action to cry. Just see how sneaky he's he is going to be. Okay. Plus minus three. This guy is not a dex-based character. Okay. He is I will explain later. But um Vevi, you and Vargan would both notice, actually. Pinecone, sorry, you don't recognize this. Uh this is the guard that quote unquote fell asleep. He's following us. He's following you. He's just going to walk up to him and try to grab him again. He's got to crush. Crush him. Yeah, roll a dex to try and grab him. Because as soon as he sees you, like, you know, turn around and start walking away, he's going to freeze for a brief a brief minute. But then when he sees that you start reaching out, he's going to try and scamper away. Jeez, now you get a natural 20. Now you... What the fuck? Roll 20. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Come here, sweet cheeks. So, so you just like, just like quick as fucking lightning, just <laughs> grab this guy's fucking shirt collar and just lift him up. Do you actually say, come here, sweet cheeks? <laughs> Please say yes. Yes. She's going to say, come here, sweet cheeks. <laughs> come give me a kiff. Come give me a cuff. Okay. He again just starts... Stuttering, he's like, uh, 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 sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, uh, like, um, shit. <sighs> She's gonna, like, stare him in the eyes and, like, run her teeth, her her tongue across, like, her top teeth. In, like, an intimidating manner or a sultry manner? Both. Mommy, sorry, mommy, sorry. <laughs> Vargan sees all this, correct? Yes. Uh, I'm going, I'm gonna look directly at this guy and just be like, uh, she doesn't do that for most people. She likes you. <laughs> I hope your buttocks is prepared. <laughs> oh. No. Uh, can I add to her role for intimidation on that, or no? <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? So if you rolled a natural 20 as her last roll, just to grab him, then she described the way that she was either going to intimidate or coerce, or whatever she was trying to fucking do. But she is quite a large, muscular woman who just did that to a relatively average-sized human. So, 
I rolled a constitution check for him. Vevi, would you be so kind as to read that number for us? That's a four. That's a four. This motherfucker mm-hmm. starts pissing himself. He is terrified of you. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. He is immediately stuttering. He doesn't know what to do. Like, he looks like he had something he was going to say, but now he just looks like he wants to get away from you. <laughs> She's just gonna, like, pull him closer and be like, why the fuck are you following us? Seamus said something about the red cap. Okay. Why are you following us? I thought you were gonna go get him. I was making sure you were going the right way. Are we going the right way? I don't know yet. You haven't left the city. Wait, uh, so wait, you you know where the red cap is? Yeah, Seamus doesn't fucking believe me. So Vevi's gonna like hold him out to the side and like shake him off a little bit so the urine doesn't get on her, and then she's gonna like pull him back. <laughs> just like fucking just like pick him up and ring him out. I hope you like your meal wet. <laughs> Oh god! I just, I, I just imagine like Vebby's just like you know holding him close to her, just like holds him out off to the side, shake, 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 shake. That's literally what she did. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> okay, so that was something. Thanks for that. I guess I'm a little drier. Thanks. I'm eventually gonna go home and change. Um, but yeah, I can definitely take you to him. You should probably go do the change thing before you take us anywhere. Yeah, um, can I meet you where you're staying, or am I, like, stuck with you guys now? Um, that is more up to Vevi than up to me. I mean, personally, I don't think you're much of a threat, but, you know, if Vevi doesn't trust you, then that's on you. Vevi's gonna, like, look at him for a minute, and she's just gonna, like, Toss him to the side and keep walking. You just like straight up plop him down? No, no. She literally just tosses him to the side. Um, are you guys telling him where you're staying? <laughs> or is he just supposed to find you guys? So when Vevi basically drops the guy, I'll just say, ah. All right. So it seems like you have met, uh, met, uh, you're up to snuff as it were. So, um, go to this place, and we will be there in, like, I don't know, guys, you think, like, 20 minutes, maybe, 30? Yeah. However long it takes to just get there. Shit, do you want to... Yeah, you should go home and change first. Yeah, yep, that's that's a good idea. I'm going to do the, like, gets... Like, he starts getting up, just, like, you know, dusting himself off as best he can, and he just starts, like, booking it down the street. I'll be, there. I'll be there soon. I'll see ya. I actually, I actually have an idea. What is your idea? January twenty eighth, twenty twenty three. Pinecone has an idea. Pinecone's gonna bust out an item that he recently got in the middle of the street. The scroll of indeterminate messages. Okay. I can roll it a DC fifteen luck check for a hint as to where to go, and I'm gonna ask it, "Hey yo, wh- where the red cap?" Okay. 17, bitches! You're asking where the red cap is? Yeah, where's exactly? the red cap? Um, so, on the map, on the actual little scroll of indeterminate messages, uh, instead of words, it actually... I'm gonna say this. So, you remember when we were all in the early 2000s, and people would make, like, little pictures using the characters that you could create with a keyboard? 
Yeah. It starts creating a map doing that. Okay. Okay. So you would see what would appear to be um, the mappable area of Freleon and about if everything is to scale, about three miles out of the city near a small lake with what appears to be a forest. You can only assume that the T's mean tree. There is apparently a, a little X marking where the red cap is supposed to be. Guys, look at this. It drew a map to like this lake and a forest, and it says that the red cap is over there. Then perhaps that is where we should be going. I think we need to go tell Helson about it first. While you are having this conversation, the map slowly begins to fade away as well. Because I will assume I will assume it's been thirty seconds at this point. Pinecone's going to try to commit it to memory. Okay, uh, roll me. I guess a straight intelligence check. I'm also going to do the same thing. Okay, seventeen again, bitches. That is also a seventeen for me. So you both. Holy shit. 18, because I'm negative one. Wow. <laughs> okay, so you guys have committed this map to memory. I'm assuming at this point you guys are going to be uh, heading over to the Salty Dog to discuss everything with Housen. Yeah, we're going to go to the Salty Dog. So, you walk into the Salty Dog. Uh, fuck, what was his name? Steven. Steven Darlac, the bartender, appears to be closing up shop for the night. Uh, it's about one in the morning at this point, probably. So you, you see him, like, you know, just finishing up, cleaning up the last of his glasses, putting them away. He looks over as the door opens up. He goes, hey, we're close. Oh, hey. How's it going there, guys? Sorry, you probably don't recognize me uh, with the pants. And he starts taking his pants off. I recognize the, the head. <laughs> the pants are new. Good choice. I like come put your fucking pants back on, dude. He's, he's like, mid-undressed. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah, keep, keep those on, please. Don't scare my dog too much. You don't want him to get... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? PTSD? Yeah. Post-traumatic <laughs> dick? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, hold on. Uh, self-conscious. You don't want him to get self-conscious. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Red rocket. Yum. Yum. Um. Oh, <laughs> uh, you have been complimented on your pants. Uh, you are you are back at the salty dog. Hey, you have got... you seen uh, a blind lady? Oh, Allison, yeah, she. Uh, God, she practically lives here. Pretty sure she's. What room is she in? Uh, hmm. If I remember correctly, second floor, uh, third door on the left. I'm pretty sure. Knock first, just to make sure. Pine trees. Pine tree. Pine tree. Pine tree. Pinecone's father's name is Pine tree. Um, <laughs> uh, Pinecone's gonna go upstairs and find the door and uh, remember to knock on. I wanted to like not, but he's gonna knock on the door. Okay. I'm gonna guess everybody else is following him. No, I'm gonna have a nail. Vargas? Yeah, I'll be behind him. Okay. Pinecoat and Vargan go upstairs. Uh, Vevi, scratch off. Uh, I'm assuming you're just going to be a heavy drinker, so scratch off a gold for me. Because okay. you're probably getting more than one. Yep. You know, we do be spending a lot more gold than we be getting. You do. We should where? turn to highway robbery. Yeah, where'd you guys at with gold, by the way? 
I've got 30 still. 30? Yeah. I started with 120. Which do I have? Yeah, I'm still sitting at like 15. Okay. Have I have I passed the gold that I ate yet? Roll me a constitution check. I don't I I don't want to find out, but here we are. Um, I have 14 left, I think. Hold on, I gotta start. I gotta get off the page where I was drafting a letter to Bad Dragon. Dear Bad Dragon, we are a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. A six? No, not quite yet. You are you are having some very uncomfortable tummy rumblies, we'll say. Mm. Got the rope yobagoyas. I'll have to eat some grass about it. Okay. Vevi, you are just downstairs and you're just going to have some ale and have a conversation with the bartender. He's, he's kind of curious about you, honestly, because, well, let's face it, you're a Goliath. Not but interested. It's, it's all friendly conversation. Yeah, <laughs> it's friendly conversation. It's not going anywhere. He doesn't expect it to. He's just being a friendly bartender. Uh, Pinecone and Vargan, you knock on the door and you just hear, fuck you what? Uh, to see you. What he said. Why? Who is it? Because we need to talk to you. Uh, okay, yeah, great. Again, who the fuck is it? My name's Vargan. This is Pinecone. Oh, you fuckers. Oh, yeah. Uh, hang on. And you just hear the door click, and the doorknob turns, and it slowly starts opening. Like, instantaneously, as soon as you say that. Walk on in. You see that the door was obviously opened by magical means, because Halson is on the complete opposite end of the fucking room. Is she in bed? Uh, no, she appears to be... This is this is the strange part. She appears to be reading. She is holding a book, and <laughs> she still has the blindfold on. Ah. Uh, wait, you know how to read? Yeah, you, you don't? You, no, do you? Not really. Hmm. Not very well. Right. I might actually have something, like a, uh, an easy reader i hold on let me see if i can and she's just like starts looking through like a gigantic fucking bookshelf in her room she's clearly been living here for quite some time which you would assume is probably quite expensive why not just get a house but you know she looks through what appear to be a huge book like you know, a huge stack of books and on the bookshelf and pulls out a very thin book and just like you know tosses it in your general direction the spot run I was actually going to say C-Spot Run. Yes, you read my mind. <laughs> but yes, there there is a picture of a hellhound on the book. Uh, and there is like, you know, uh, a big uh, demonic-like figure throwing a ball. The demonic-like figure. It, it's very cartoonish. Nuclear mass genocide. That's a new one. Okay. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so you've been you've been given a child's book. What do you do? No. Uh so she just she looks at you, she goes, So I'm gonna guess y'all figured some shit out. Yeah. Uh it's the red cap and we know where they are. Wait, the red cap is real? Well, I have a thing that lets me ask it questions and then it'll t it'll like answer those questions and I asked it where the red cap was and it drew a map of where it was so i think it's a real thing could i wait somebody trusted you with a magic item <laughs> i am a magic item you'd be surprised it happens more frequently than you'd think yeah oh fair enough as long as you guys don't get too many that's fine can i see that 
Sure. And he's going to hand over the scroll. All right. She's going to, she takes it. She kind of like, you know, opens it up on the table, just runs her hand over it. Uh, You can hear her kind of like muttering under her breath words that you both A, can't hear and B, can't really understand even if you could. And you notice that the page like starts to glow and then she just kind of like you know, shrugs, rolls it back up, has it to and goes, well, it's not cursed, so you should be fine. What is the language of magic in this world? Russian. I don't fucking know. <laughs> well, like, like the Aragon books, the language of magic was like Elvish. A lot of world worlds, the language of magic is draconic. Yeah, um, I've honestly not really put too much thought to what the actual language of magic would be, but I'm assuming that whatever spells you would do, uh, it would be in a language that you were native to. So uh, could you two tell me what languages you speak? And I'll be able to tell you if you could actually uh, understand what she was saying. I, uh, I speak common Elvish and Sylvan, and I, I'm going to go ahead and say that since... Pinecone didn't become magical until after, like, being a sylvan being. Sylvan is, like, the language which his magic is. Yeah, just speak giant and orc. Okay. I'm relatively sure. Not even common. Just giant and orc. Yeah, hold on. I'm relatively sure that you would not know this. Yep. Nope. It was what I thought it was, and you do not know it. It was abyssal. It was not abyssal, actually. Oh. It's never it's never abyssal. Like don't don't pick abyssal as your as your language. It's never used. Yeah, ev- everyone always tries to think, oh, it's either gonna be celestial or abyssal. Nope, neither. Hey, you. It's a, it's actually undercommon. Stop it. Nope. Anyway. Okay. Okay. So yeah, no, uh, it was not a language you understand, but she, regardless, hands you the scroll back and goes, well, it seems legit, so, yeah. Anyway, we know where the red cap is. He's in a... I'm still trying to wrap my head around the fact that he's fucking real. What? So, like, you know what a dryad is? Yeah? Insert what I said earlier. So you just... I explain it to her. Yeah. She gets kind of a intrigued look upon her face. Alright? So she's like, you know, she's kind of like thinking, hmm, I'm gonna have to talk to Algar about this one. He might earn right. Okay. So here's the plan. Do you guys feel like you could handle this thief? If you guys want to go check him out, you're more than welcome to. I mean, it's just a sentient mushroom. I mean, if nothing else, we can just eat it and make him into a stew. We can light him on fire. As as soon as you say eat him and make him into a stew, she like you know you, you just see the head just kind of like turn toward pinecone. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna eat the mushroom man. I mean, if you got it, you can. I'm not gonna stop you, provided everybody gets their fucking materials back. I would assume everybody would be happy. Is is it is is mushroom person made of of mushroom material? Because like I know a pretty good recipe. Oh, I think they're more interested in the copper, gold, iron, electrum, all the materials that went missing from the warehouse that this red cap allegedly stole, or whoever stole. As long as they get that back, they're probably going to be happy. 
I kind of have a problem eating people who, like, think, so... Well, no one's asking you to. I mean, you don't have to eat my cooking if you don't like it. No, I love your cooking. I don't know about eating someone that had, like, hopes and dreams and and thoughts and stuff. I don't know that, like, a mushroom man has hopes and dreams, per se. Tell you what, we'll ask him. Before we before we murder him, we'll ask him. Do you have hopes and dreams? If he says yes, then we won't eat him. Okay. I think if he says anything at all, that's like an indicator. I mean, not necessarily. Yeah, you speak. What? Nothing. I mean, technically, I've spoken to, like, cows and such using magical means, so, like, just because something speaks doesn't necessarily mean it's not okay to eat it. Oh, man. Wait, you're like a goat. How do you not eat everything? There's, like, a thing about eating, like, like people. You are the first goat-type creature I have ever met who has morals when it comes to what you put in your stomach. Wait, how many goat peeds? Wait, do you know more goat people? I mean, not goat people, but I know actual goats. Oh, can you introduce me to them? Uh, maybe. I mean, if we ever go back to my family's farm, sure. So, okay, side cut to Vevi and Steven. They're playing darts. <laughs> you got a weak throwing arm, mate. See, here's the thing. You don't want to go for strength. You want to go for... I oh, don't care. She throws another <laughs> dart. Roll me a dex. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay, 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 okay. Come on, baby. Come on. A three. No, 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 no. Look, like I showed you, it's in the wrists, like this. God damn it. (laughs) He rolled a nat one. (laughs) We're all so good at this. I'm so proud of all of us. (laughs) Roll 20, what are you doing to me? To be fair, I, I'm pretty sure... Should I roll a con check for Vevi to see how smashed she is? Yes, please. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at myself right now. Roll 20, what the fuck are you doing? Look, it's... yeah. Uh... 12. Hold on. Well, then let me roll a con check for him, too, because at this point, you guys are probably getting very... Oh, he's fine. He rolled a 19. Vevi rolled an 8. Well, well a 12 total. Oh, 12? Okay, so yeah, you're you're both you're both fine. Very probably a little bit more tipsy than normal, so I don't know. Maybe he's just distracted. Who knows? Uh-huh. Vevi doesn't get tipsy. She gets angry and tips the world. Yes. <laughs> so yes, Vevi is making a new friend. So like earlier, I grabbed this guy and I made him piss himself. <laughs> it was actually pretty funny. Now, wait, hold on. You're bigger than him, right? Um, bigger than most people. Doesn't count too easy. If you <laughs> li- li- listen, if you can make a giant piss his pants, all right, then I'll call that a win. I'll bring it. Do you know a giant? Do you, do you know a giant? Uh, he's probably retired right now, but yeah. <laughs> Side quest. <laughs> Side quest. Bevy goes to make a giant piss his pants. Yeah, so at this point, uh, I'm going to say that Vevi has learned a little bit about uh, Stephen Darrelick, our uh, friendly bartender. He used to be an adventurer of sorts. He was a mercenary. He is now retired and is living a quiet life tending bar. So yeah, he he owns a bar, a nice little hotel slash bar 
you know, his adventuring days are done. Steven. Yeah? I want to fight you. Wait, what? <laughs> I want to fight you. How much have you had to drink, young lady? Uh, probably about 12. Okay, one more, and then we'll call it. One more, we'll call it a champion. We'll call it a championship. All right. <laughs> All right, you know what? Here, I'll make I'll make you a deal. If you beat me in the round of darts, your next drink is on me. And we're going to go back to Vargan and Pinecone Pup. Before we do that, Vevi, roll me a d20. Okay. Uh, with Dex. With Dex, okay. We'll see how this goes. That should be easy to beat. Oh. Okay. Okay. 15 total. Okay. And he got a six. Yeah. But still, back to Pinecone and Vargan. So yeah, she checked out the scroll. You guys said that you're pretty sure you know where the red cap is. She asked if you wanted to go after him. Uh, I think one of you volunteered to eat him. I don't know which. <laughs> That'd be me. She asks, so you know where he is. You know that he's real. You're going to go take care of him. Am I getting all this right? Yes. Y'all are fucking crazy. I love it. Yes. I, I don't know that crazy is the word I would use, but... So... We are capable. If rumors are to be believed about this red cap or whatever the fuck he's called, he's been stealing shit from this city for the past... I don't even know how long. So, whatever this thing is, it's clearly quite old. I think the rumors go back at maybe even 50, 60 years. So, I'm guessing it's not human of any sort. Probably a long-lived race. What if it's, like, a whole clan of, like, people taking under... What if it's, like, a Banksy situation? That's possible. So, here's the thing. If that's the case, then you might be going into a hotbed, as it were. So, if you're sure you want to do that, then by all means, I would recommend maybe check it out first. Oh no, I, I have to sleep with the window open. I get too hot already. Huh? A hotbed. That's when the bed's too hot, right? Oh, right. I keep forgetting you're an idiot. Okay. <laughs> hey now, hey now. Idiot is a very strong word. Ignorance is more accurate because I feel like he can learn. We'll go with that. Okay. Also, I'm not sure if I've ever told you guys this, but you should have figured it out by now. She's a bitch. <laughs> she's she's kind of an asshole. That's, yeah. If you look at the game notes, uh, I labeled her as blind bitch. Blind bitch. <laughs> You're half right. I'm not saying witch. Anyway. Well, you just confirmed witch. She's not blind. <laughs> anyway, so... She, uh, she does that for sympathy. She's fake blind. <laughs> anyway. So, at this point, I'm sure you guys have had what you can out of that conversation. So, I'm, I'm, at this point, she's probably just going to say, Okay, well, y'all got a plan, so go, I don't know, do that. So, Hallison escorts you harshly out of her room and closes the door and just goes, fucking do the thing, and just slams the door. Pinecone and Vargan, I'm going to assume you head down to the bar to ask for a room? Yes. You see that uh, Steven the bartender and Vevi are enjoying a lovely round of darts. They are... Vevi, are you buddy-buddy with this person? Are you, like, giving like friendly punch in the shoulder? Oh. Uh. Yeah, probably. 
Okay, I wasn't sure if you'd be doing that or if you would just be, like, fiercely competitive. Bevy is only, like, competitive with fighting. Okay. Like, games and stuff like that. She's like, meh. Okay. I like that. So, Steven is going to just, like, look over and go, you guys want in? Yeah. What are we doing? Darts. Have you ever played? No. I mean, you got time for a game? Fine, come. Yeah. Go up to the go up to that target and just ram your head into it. <laughs> um, hold on. That does a lot of damage, by the way. Wait, I I need to know instantaneously. Does Pinecode do that, or does he think about it? He does it without <laughs> without fucking thinking. He does it. My my horns do one d four plus three damage. All right. I I just I want you to roll me a strength check. There's to hit. You rolled a 22? Um, I rolled a... That's minus 5. So... Wait, what? So it was a 17 plus 5. Oh, okay. Yeah, 17 plus 5. Yeah, that's a 22. So you rolled a 22 to hit this dartboard, and you did 5 points of bludgeoning damage, which shatters the dartboard... Did I win? So, so as you start, like, you know, Vevi goes to your pine cone, ram that with your head, and you just start running toward it, and you just go, as you ram into this thing. Donk. <laughs> oh my god. I should have rolled that on the actual roll 20, because I just rolled a natural 20, because as soon as you hit the dartboard and shatter it, there is a large bear head above the dartboard mounted that buckles, comes loose, and falls on you. Nice. Uh, and it only does... I can barely believe it. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. No, I gotta roll a luck check to see if it lands on my head. So now I'm a goat man with a bear's head. Let's see it. That's a perfect ten, I believe. Maybe it's an eight? No, it's an eight. Yeah, that's an eight. <clears throat> so, yeah, no, the, the bear's head... Like, it looks like the bear's trying to eat you. Like, the jaws come across your shoulders. Oh. Right? You only take three points of bludgeoning damage. And two points of pride damage. But at, at this point, like, you know, Vevi and Vargan, you both can see this because you don't have a bear's head on your own head, but you can see Steven just go through a wave of emotions from just like, you know, shock, anger, surprise, and then just absolute glee as Pinecone runs to the dartboard, smashes the dartboard, the bear's head falls off of the wall, and then lands on Pinecone. Those events happen and those emotions happen in event. (laughs) Guys, I'm I'm a bear goat man. I'm a bear goat man. Steven just starts like laughing hysterically. Like he, he he's having a grand old time. I can pay for the dart board. Uh you know what? Listen, if you're ever in town and I need a bouncer to just fucking bonk people out of here with their head, I'm I'm hiring you. So fucking uh I haven't had a good time like this in years. I'm good at bonking. I cast fist. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, look, I'm about to close up shop. I'm guessing you guys are probably going to want a room. 
you're you've been yeah. entertaining enough. I'm giving you half price. It's only two gold for the night for all y'all combined. I'll pay that. The only room I have available right now has two beds, so you can fight amongst yourselves on that one. I call both of them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you two fuckers um, are on the floor. That's fine. He's, just, he's, he's just laughing as he goes behind the counter, reaches under, grabs a key, and just like, it very catch, and just tosses it to you. She catches it. Part of me wants to have you roll a dex check. Are you really going to make me do this, Terps? Pinecone's going to take the bear head off of him, and he's going to like put it, like try to put it back on the wall. Um, there is a nail hanging on there, so you probably would be able to do that, yes. All right, then he's going to pat it on the snout and say, stay. <laughs> uh, I love that. Good boy. <laughs> Alrighty, so y'all go up and you head to bed then? Yep. yep. Alrighty. So the night is winding down. You all, uh, who who sleeps where? No, Bevy will sleep with Vargan. They slept, sleep together. Pretty regularly, I think. It's about to say we've been we've been we've been roomy in for a while, so Okay. Yeah. Alright. Well, as you all start winding down for the night, um Vargan, where is your bag? Oh god. Um on my hip. It's still on your hip? Mm-hmm. You hear a sorry, you, you feel a slight weight shift with your bag, as if like it fell off your hip a little bit mm -hmm. and you hear a skittering noise uh, running away from you in a sense. What do you do? Gonna look at my bag and see if I can see what the skittering is. Uh, the skittering is not covering, coming from your bag. It is coming from the floor. Uh, you do notice that your bag has kind of opened itself though. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking around the bag to see what's just escaped. Okay, uh, you see a small, roughly uh, two-foot-tall creature uh, on all fours. Uh, it looks as if it should be bipedal, but it's crawling around on all fours. And it looks toward you as you clock it. Roll me a nature, history, arcane. You've never seen this thing before that you can think of, but roll me something to see if you can identify this. Fucking three. You've never seen this before, but what you are looking at, imagine a crossbreed of Venom from the Spider-Man universe and Gollum from Lord of the Rings. Alright, so I'm going to have the most uh, standard reaction that anybody would have seeing a creature such as this. The fuck is that? The fuck is what the fuck? As soon as you say the fuck is that, it kind of like, almost like a cat-like yowl and hiss at the same time towards you, and just bolts and crashes through the window. Well, that was exceptionally rude. What the fuck was that? I don't know. You tell me. I don't know. 